Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, it was a wild day yesterday. Maybe a little tamer today. Oh, friendly fire. Let's ride. All fun today, right, Fritzy? We're back. We're back. Right. We'll put it behind us. I walked in today. I said, how you doing, Fritzy? Better than yesterday. Good. All right. One day at a time. That's all we're doing. 16 and 1. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, yes. Let's ride. <laughs> now you got your head coach saying, you know, on second thought, maybe I should have let Russ cook. Don't get me started. <laughs> I just want to feel a little better about this. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the program. By the way, go to danpatrick.com. Got some new merch there. Football is fun t-shirt inspired by Justin Herbert. All available at uh, danpatrick.com. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. And this program brought to you by Discover. You can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. And that's amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. Coming up, we'll talk to the Lions rookie, Aiden Hutchinson, number two pick overall, made his debut against the Eagles. They're actually, I think, favored for the first time in over two years. They have the Commanders coming up. Let me see, <laughs> let me see if I uh, have this correctly. After 24 consecutive games as the underdog, the Lions are currently a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Commanders. <laughs> wow. I don't are the commanders bad? I thought the commanders are decent. They just came off a great performance by Carson Wentz. Not the commander team I grew up on. If the line holds, the Lions streak will end as the second longest streak in the last eight years. The Jets were underdogs in twenty six consecutive games from October twenty twenty to December of twenty twenty one. Commanders are 1-0. Lions lost to the Eagles. Put up a good fight there at the very end. 
But uh, Aiden Hutchinson will join us coming up in a little bit. Also, if you can stay with us in the final hour of the show, yesterday after the show, we uh, got a chance to interview Marcus Smart, Boston Celtics guard. I had not talked to him since his college days. And he's one of those players, and Carmelo Anthony fits into this category. Patrick Ewing fits into this category. You sort of have your perception of who somebody is. And you don't change that. Like Patrick Ewing, oh, not going to be a good interview. Uh, And then all of a sudden you have him on and then you go, oh, my God. And then you change people's opinion of them. Carmelo Anthony came in the studio years ago. And I said, why don't you do more interviews? Why don't you get out there? Let them hear you, see you. And I had this impression with Marcus Smart, like, I don't know if he's going to be any fun. We got done with the interview. I didn't want the interview to end. He was great. He really was. He was a lot of fun. And uh, I, I think you're, if you get a chance, final hour, and I'll remind you of this if you're able to stay around or if you come back or you listen on the podcast. Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year, was really, really entertaining. And we talked about a couple things, including the possibility the Celtics were going to make a trade that included him and Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant. So we'll have that for you coming up a little bit later on. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you, our streaming partner, also those on Chat Row, and uh, our radio partners, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, and nearly 400 cities around America that carry this uh, award-nominated program. All right, the heavy stuff. Uh, Professional sports leagues, no strangers to controversies surrounding their owners. You go back to uh, the workplace for the Mavericks in 2018. Uh, They were investigated for sexual harassment under Mark Cuban. Donald Sterling forced to sell the Clippers using racial slurs in 2014. Marge Schott had to give up the Cincinnati Reds. Daniel Snyder, long list of issues. NBA yesterday handed down a $10 million fine, a one-year ban to the Suns owner, Robert Sarver. He is accused of racism and misogyny. And uh, it was enough that the commissioner, Adam Silver, said, I'm going to suspend you for a year. The decision to suspend him makes sense because obviously there's no place in the workforce for that kind of conduct. But the history of professional sports, you have to wonder if this is going to change. With Donald Sterling, it did. You also had uh, Jerry Richardson in Carolina. But it in Marge shot, but it's kind of rare when you say, hey, give up the team. But the punishment may do a little bit for the public image of the NBA. But I wonder, you have a WNBA team there in Phoenix, and you have the NBA team there, and he is the owner of both of them. So now it feels like the NBA is saying, this is on you, the players. What do you want to do? You want to uh, boycott? You want to uh, raise an objection to this? Let's go back to Donald Sterling. And the big difference between Robert Sarver and Donald Sterling was there's audio tape. There's conversations between Donald Sterling and his girlfriend. And that she was of uh, uh, African-American and Mexican descent and uh, just said, hey, I don't want you hanging around uh, these uh, black basketball players, including Magic Johnson. It was caught on tape. But keep in mind, Barack Obama weighed in on this back then. 
LeBron James did. Kobe Bryant did. Magic Johnson did. Greg Popovich did. Michael Jordan did. Will you have the same kind of force going after Sarver? So he's accused of using the N-word multiple times, but no players called for Sarver's ouster that he should give up the team. I don't know if many people outside the media in Phoenix raised much of an objection to all of this. We heard it, but I felt like people just kind of moved on. But the big difference is if you would have had Robert Sarver saying this on, you know, a phone call or camera, camera phone, then it would be different. Because it feels like when you hear it or you see it, it changes your opinion, which I don't know why. But it does. Like, oh my God, he really did say that. Robert Sarver is still going to be the owner of his team in a year. $10 million fine? That's the most you can fine him. But I'm surprised Adam Silver didn't make this a little bit more forceful here. Why are you keeping him? Like, tell me the upside to keeping this guy. And I know there's diversity in their front office. You know, GM, African-American, their head coach, African-American. But there's probably going to be more diversity in that front office. But why keep Robert Sarver? I don't understand the upside. And if you're an owner, do you want Robert Sarver in the league? And I know a lot of these owners probably get nervous of, hey, I don't want somebody taking my team away from me. And when you become an owner of a team, a professional sports team, it's a whole lot different. You can be a billionaire. And nobody knows who you are. There's a lot of billionaires. But you know Robert Sarver because he owns the Phoenix Suns. Mark Cuban owns the Mavs. Shad Khan owns Jacksonville. That's why you know them. Paula uses a line from Billions that you are knighted when you own a team. When you become an owner, you're knighted in the sports world. And this is what's different. You know, Robert Sarver has a team, probably has lived by his own rules for a long time and probably thought, hey, I can say whatever I want to say. Now, he said that he was quoting people when he used the N-word. Still can't use it. When you're saying things to women, hey, it was meant in jest. I don't know if the people on the receiving end thought that. But if the players weren't upset about this, the players didn't say anything about this, Maybe that factors into what Adam Silver did or didn't do. But maybe it's coming because I would get the feeling. I have no inside knowledge of this. I have no source on this. This could be the start of him losing his team. Maybe, and if you're the NBA, why wouldn't you kind of push, nudge towards that, get a new owner, and you're going to get more money? For that franchise. And you get rid of Robert Sarver. This isn't the first time his name has come up. This has been systemic. And it's been no secret. I think it's a secret because you're not in the major media cities. You're not in New York or L.A. Donald Sterling was in L.A. running the Clippers. And he was running them into the ground for decades. And we always laughed at the Clippers. And poor Elgin Baylor would be there when they would have the lottery night and we would laugh at the Clippers. Now, all of a sudden, 
you know, we look at the Clippers differently. You're not going to lose your team because you're losing. You lose it because you said something. And we have it, you know, on tape. Robert Sarver, hopefully the NBA looks at this, that you're dealing with an NBA and a WNBA team, and he's the owner of them. Now you got misogyny and you got racism. What the hell are you waiting for? It seems like there's enough there that if you decided to move it in that direction, that I always think, if okay, is, is there enough for a suspension? Okay, is there enough for you to have to force be forced to sell your team? And I don't know if more comes out. Now, they had 70 people, I think, that sat down. There were over 100 people who didn't sit down for uh, an interview. And they may think, well, why get involved in this? But 70 did. And you have a lot of people backing up somebody's claim. And the commissioner decided that it's one year and $10 million. $10 million is nothing. The one year... He's still going to be the owner. What? He, he can't watch the game from the arena? I can't sit courtside and let everybody see me? Hey, I don't get to stand up and wave? I don't get to high-five the players? Daniel Snyder's in the south of France. He still runs the commanders. I've got to guess he's still watching the games. But Adam Silver, you know, he rules with sort of a velvet hammer. Different than David Stern, his predecessor. But uh, I, I would imagine that's the, the energy is moving towards, all right, now what do we do? How do we get Robert Sarver out? Yeah, Paul. You know, it's funny. I looked at the uh, statement from Robert Sarver, the son's owner, and there's a new thing you do when you get punished for something. You both partially accept the punishment, but then don't really accept that you did what you were punished for. It's, a, it's an interesting dance. Um, quote, for the Sons of Mercury organizations, that begins with me, responsibility. While I agree with some of the particulars of the NBA report, mm. I would like to apologize for my words and actions that offended employees. I take resp- full responsibility for what I have done. But then he also goes on to, I disagree with some of the findings in the report. I would just like to ask him, why do you think you deserve to keep this team? And are you fighting this? you're called a racist you fighting this yeah Todd. when it comes to removing an owner does uh, adam silver have exclusive decision with that is it a two-thirds vote do we know i could reach out to the nba i'm curious if that's a unanimous three-quarters vote who among the owners how does that work uh, i don't know why don't you ask? i'm gonna reach out what you look at i would imagine you would have you know X number of owners who would have to vote, uh, you know, in favor of getting rid of you. Yeah, Paul. It has to be a three-fourths vote of the ownership. Seventy-five percent or more of the ownership had to vote to remove an owner. Yeah. And the commissioner can put that together, just like with the, the NFL. The NFL, if the commissioner puts that forth, then the owners vote. Yeah. Yeah, more. Is it going to be more pressure on the Suns players? Yes. Or, or the NBA itself? Like that's the only. That's... I think the players. I mean, Chris Paul. Former Player Association yes, president. Yes. I, I just I think it puts them in an unfair situation because now those players are going to be asked, you going to do anything? Hey, do you want to play for him? 
Remember all the players that said, "I don't want. We don't want to play for uh, the Clippers. We don't want to play for Donald Sterling." You know, I I don't know if that's going to be the case, but you do now put the onus on the players, and that's not fair. Yeah, Mark. And Chris Paul was on the Clippers during the Donald Sterling situation, so he's been through this before, unfortunately. So he's probably got to. Yeah, but know. everybody agreed that Donald Sterling needed to go. There, there wasn't a dissenter there. I don't think that say he shouldn't. I don't think he should lose his team. It felt like everybody was like, yeah, of course he's got to go. The president is weighing in. Jordan's weighing in. LeBron and Kobe. I haven't, I haven't heard anybody. And and maybe they will speak up. Yeah, Paul. If you go back in the time after the Donald Sterling story broke, I think this was like 2014. There was a period of time where you weren't sure what the new commissioner, Adam Silver, was going to do. There's a couple stories out there. The Warriors plan to boycott the Clippers before Donald Sterling's lifetime ban. Yeah. Led by Steph Curry, Andre Iguodala, and David Lee, they were going to boycott their game, their next game against the Clippers. Yeah, it, it's going to be on the players. WNBA and the NBA. Going to be on the players. Season gets underway in a month. All right, we'll take a break. We'll uh, settle on a poll question. Is Aaron Judge going to be looked at or judged as the real home run king if he gets to 62, hit two home runs last night. If he's not, then why not? We'll talk about that coming up as well. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Just getting started. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Paulie's a big tire rack fan. Ah, Now, they just became a, a partner of ours, a sponsor of ours. I haven't used Tire Rack, but it certainly seems pretty easy. Get the right tires for what you need. They have information, advice, tools that make buying the right tires a snap. And uh, they have the tire decision guide. Oh, Dan, so you go there, you click like what kind of car you have or what size tires you need. Then they have reviews, and it's like video reviews, how good they are in snow. You know I love snow tires. Mm. Get personalized tire recommendations in two minutes or less. And they sell only the best brands in the industry. The high-performance, hand-cook uh, Ventus tire. Oh. That's the all-season Optimo lineup and the off-road-capable Hankook Dynapro. That's the uh, light truck and SUV tire. Ratings, reviews, test results, national network of over 10,000 recommended installers. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack, the only way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Aaron Judge hit home run number 56 and 57 last night as the Yankees beat the Red Sox in 10 innings. 10 multi-home run games this season, matching the most since Giancarlo Stanton had 10 for the Marlins in 2017. And the 57 home runs are the most by an American League player through their team's first 142 games. If stat of the day, here comes that what stat of the day. Top. There's a lot of interesting articles, commentary about who would be the real home run champ if Aaron Judge hits 62 
would he be the real home run king? And I've seen a couple of articles here that basically say, you may not like it, but Bond still hit 73 home runs. Was baseball testing the home runs that were hit when you had McGuire and Sosa and you had Bonds? Were they testing? Now everybody's supposed to be clean, that Aaron Judge would be the first clean home run champ. But if you look back at Babe Ruth, there was no integration. If you look back on Roger Maris, the American League played 162 games. The National League played 154. So they changed it. Babe Ruth played in 154 games in a season. Roger Maris that year, in an expansion year, played 162 games. And I think needed a home run in the final game to beat Babe Ruth, or at least the final weekend there. So he did uh, benefit from that. So it feels like there's an asterisk that can be attached to just about everybody here. Do I like it that Barry Bonds is the all-time home run king instead of Hank Aaron? No, I don't. But the record books have Barry Bonds in there. The commissioner didn't take a pencil and erase anybody's name. I wish he would have, but he didn't. Roger Maris, 61 home runs. And that year in 1961, the American League played 162 games. The National League played 154. They changed the following year. With Babe Ruth, you didn't have integration. So I guess you start handing out asterisk here, and then you're back to square one. Who is the single-season home run champ if Aaron Judge hits 62, 63, 64, 65? It's not going to matter. It's still Barry Bonds who hits 73. Yeah, Paul. So it's personal opinion. I remember years ago we had Senator John McCain on the show, and you asked him who he considers the all-time home run king, and he said, Hank Aaron. Yeah. I know he did it cleanly. He believed he did it cleanly. If you go back to Barry Bonds' 2001 season, he hit 73 home runs in 153 games. Yeah. <laughs> he missed, was it nine, nine games? He was also walked 177 times. Yeah. So by plate appearances, his numbers are galactically better than others. But no one, does anyone in this room not consider Barry Bonds a cheater? No. But there were no rules in place to, t- to catch him. He hit 73 in 2001. McGuire hit 70 in 1998. Sosa hit 66 in 1998. McGuire, 65 in 1999. Sosa hit 63 at that same year. He also hit 64 in 2001. But, but if we recognize Bonds as the all-time home run can, uh, king or the single season, but we don't recognize Sammy Sosa for the Hall of Fame, like those numbers, you'd go, well, wait, did he test positive? No. He had, it'd be akin to, I guess, a running back having three 2,000-yard seasons. But it's not real. I saw it, but it's not real. It's like if you go and you see a magic act and you go, that's not real, but I saw it. Like Bonds was in front of me, but was it real? Yes. Do I like the fact that he cheated? No, but and if baseball isn't going to please itself, I'm like, I, I don't want to be the lifeguard here. I mean, I, I've said what I've said about this, whether it's Pete Rose or Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, but baseball benefited from all of this. Yes, he. There is a certain logic to the idea that, all right, yeah, you were ever, 
people were on steroids, but you still had to go out and hit the home runs. And that's even if you're on steroids, it's not that easy. There's probably a lot of people on steroids that didn't put up home run numbers like that. So there is a certain, there is something special about what, you know, Bonds and McGuire and Sosa did. He's the Lance Armstrong of baseball. Everybody was cheating in the Tour de France. Or if you weren't cheating, you weren't trying because everybody, it felt like were. And, and Lance said that. Like, you know, if you're not cheating, then go home. He cheated, and you saw how well he could do when he cheated if everybody else was cheating. And I'll go back to the story that I was told that Bonds told a couple of baseball players, this is BS, that McGuire and Sosa are being viewed as the best players in baseball. And this was the summer of McGuire and Sosa, and from what I was told, Bonds said to the baseball players, you watch, you watch what I can do. And Bonds went out and changed baseball yeah see and it almost feels like with the lance armstrong thing people aren't really that upset that he cheated to win all those tour de france's they're mad that the way he like the lengths he went to cover it up and how rotten he was that's the part of the story to me that's that's the worst part well you had the french who were not going to let lance armstrong get away with cheating and they're the ones that that never let this go I remember saying to somebody about, hey, what about Lance Armstrong's Sportsman of the Year? Because I was involved with Sports Illustrated and involved with handing out the award, hosting the event. And I said, uh, are we missing out on Lance Armstrong? And I had somebody of prominence say, no, he's not going to win a Sportsman of the Year award. <laughs> and I went, oh. But I thought he did. I'm almost sure he did. Yeah. And then I thought, okay, well, maybe can he win it again? No. And I went, okay. <laughs> yes, Paul. Well, Lance Armstrong is like Robin Hood. And, and he also was a bicyclist. Like in America, we're like, ooh, he's, we don't worry about bicycling records. No offense, but it's not a sport that most Americans care about. Lance Armstrong made us care about it. And also with Livestrong, it was almost like even yeah. when he got busted, even when he admitted everything he did, it's like, well... But look at all the good work he did. So there's not a ton of anger around him. And I thought that that might be enough. That because he had lived strong. And, I mean, he did wonderful work for them. He raised a lot of money. He helped a lot of people. But I think his approach to saying that everybody was wrong and, and he was right and he didn't cheat. And, and he really hurt people. So as much as he helped people. I mean, Bonds didn't hurt other people except for his trainer that his trainer went to prison. Why are you in prison? Uh, I don't know. Okay, see you later. Bonds sort of hung him out to dry. Yes, Todd. I'm looking at December 16th, 2002, Lance Armstrong, SI Sportsman of the Year. Yeah. On the cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Paul. How can Barry Bonds be considered the all-time home run king for the single season but not be in the Hall of Fame? Because you're dinging him. Because th that means... Because if his home run record is clean and in the record books with baseball, then by default you should vote for him to be in the Hall of Fame. You can't pick one or the other. You can't consider him a cheater here with the Hall of Fame not letting him in, but not consider him a cheater for the record books. That doesn't match. I'm cool with either one, but you know it's almost like pick a side. I'll, do you think there's a display for his home run season in the Hall of Fame? Not him, but the, the season and memorabilia around it. I would say yes. Well, it's the history of baseball. It's a museum. There's a lot of things in a museum that you don't like. It may depict slavery. It could depict, you know, a, 
total dictator, but, but a museum. That's what baseball is. It's the history of the game. And part of the history of the game was Barry Bonds and McGuire and Sosa. Yes, Todd? Do you put up like a little mini locker with Andrew Steen Dion on it, like on the side there behind the glass, just to give them the whole look of like a diorama? <laughs> put a, a GNC sponsorship around. Yeah, the, you could. Uh, I mean, if you want to show what it is and that McGuire had it in his locker, I mean, I don't, you know. It, it, it's really, it's a museum. It's for the fans. Do you want to tell the history? Like Pete Rose. Pete's probably got as much memorabilia in the Hall of Fame as anybody. But he's not in the Hall of Fame. And he's not going to go. People probably have less of a problem with the steroids than what Pete did. Because Pete was manipulating the outcome of a game. Now you can say, well, wasn't Bonds manipulating? Or McGuire or Sosa? See, it gets tricky. But Pete was actually betting on games. And even when you say, well, he's betting on his team. Well, he could manipulate a lineup even if he's betting on his team to win. And there are certain pitchers that he wouldn't bet on who were on his own staff. Or you might put your relief, John Franco. John, I need you to go out there and close. I mean, maybe he had just pitched, you know, two previous games. Like this, so there's so much. I mean, this is unfortunate, but this is baseball. This is baseball's history. And I think because of that, we look at Aaron Judge and go, hmm. Or we look at Albert Pujols and go, hmm. I mean, Max Kellerman on ESPN certainly inferred that he was artificially helped. But he said, uh, hey, I want what he's having. Well, I think he issued an apology, and rightfully so. It's because baseball made us suspicious of everything we saw. And that's unfortunate because there are real things that are happening right in front of us. But because of what happened before you watch and you go, I don't know, too good to be true. It's like Roger Clemens. When people said, no, Rockets, he's not on performance-enhancing drugs. And I go, "Mm, I think he is. He found the Fountain of Youth in Toronto. He backed into it. And then he went, ouch, because it was a needle. But, you know, the Red Sox gave up on Rocket. And then he got better and better and better. (laughs) And then, you know, Bonds, we thought was going to fade from the game, still be one of the great players. And then he got better and better and bigger and bigger. Sammy Sosa was an average player in his 20s. I mean, he was very thin. I think his first home run came off Roger Clemens. Does that sound right when he was with uh, Sammy was with the White Sox? Yeah, either the White Sox or the Texas Rangers. Yeah. Uh, okay. But, you know, you start to see this and you go, okay, Brady Anderson, uh, Luis Gonzalez, where you go, what, what's happening here? And that's unfortunate because then we get into this conversation and we start talking about steroids. I, and then, it, hey, you love Hank Aaron, but didn't he take amphetamines? I don't know, but everybody back then, it felt like you were taking greenies. Uh, okay, is that performance in hand? Yes, I know, it is. It's tricky. You go down this road and it takes over. And I don't want it to because... Then we don't celebrate the game. Aaron Judge should be celebrated. Albert Pujols should be celebrated. We're conditioned to question now. You you got guys in the NFL, performance enhancing. We don't question anything because none of those numbers are treasures. 
none of those numbers mean anything to us where we grew up and you're like, God, I knew that batting average. How many RBIs or how many home runs? How many wins? How many complete games? It didn't matter. Nothing in the NFL. There's not one stat where you go, wow, if they, like Emmett's rushing record. Okay. If somebody breaks it, I mean, I'd be shocked because trying to stay around and get that many attempts, but still, like Frank Gore, you know, nobody questions anything. It's like, man, he's got a lot of yards there. So, and I'm not saying, you know, anything you know, nefarious was going on with Frank Gore. It's just we kind of just accept NFL numbers. Uh, the NBA, people thought it was crazy. This is probably 15 years ago. I go, guys use performance-enhancing drugs in the NBA. I don't know how many, but they do. And golf. People are like, hey, you can't use it in I go, why would you not be able to use it in golf? If you can use it in cycling, you can use it in tennis, you can use it in football. There's, they're not all made, you know, that you're not going to look like a, you know, a, a gorilla. You're not going to look like a monster here. Different things that you use. Lance Armstrong, he was, you know, that was blood doping. Yes, Paul. Remember he told us stories about the freezer and he wouldn't let people in the yes. freezer because like every town he'd be in an apartment and he'd be like, don't use the freezer. <laughs> yeah, somebody going in to uh, get, uh, you know, tomato juice and all of a sudden they're drinking his blood. That's not true. That didn't happen. Not true. That, that is not true. That did not happen. You know? I, I, I'm, I'm going to guess that nobody went in there and went, oh, you know, I could use some tomato juice here. Remember we did fans versus Fritzy mock headlines on Lance Armstrong? <laughs> Wasn't like American Cyclo or something like that? <laughs> I love that one. Something or other. That's a good one. <laughs> but you go down this road, and, and I don't know if it's worthy of a poll question. Like, will you consider Aaron Judge the single season home run king? I mean, we can ask it. So do you want to say at what number do you consider him the home run king? I think if he hits 62 home runs, then you ask that question. So it's either 62 or 74? Uh, well, if he gets to 74, then you know, I, I have no problem saying you're the single season. But uh, he's not going to get there. Not going to get there. Not with that attitude. No. <laughs> <laughs> Better than that. Yeah. Yes, Paul. You were mentioning Emmett Smith's rushing record, how safe it is. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything safer. 18,355 yards. Jeez. I know. No, he, I'm trying to find an active player. I can't find an active player over 8,000. I got Ezekiel at 7,400. Mark Ingram at 7,900. Derrick Henry's only at 7,000 yards because early in his career he didn't get the ball a lot. Nobody is going to get that record. That, I, that's a record that will live as long as we're alive. You're, you're right because no one's even close. No. It's, there's less carries. No. The devaluing of running backs, everything. There's, there, I, don't, I think 10,000 would be tough to top. Everything now is going to be about passing numbers, receiving numbers, and sacks and interceptions. Like that, those will be the numbers where they're going to constantly be breaking records. Now, does somebody get to where Brady is? I don't know if somebody's going to play that long. But, but that's not out of the realm of possibilities. Emmett Smith's rushing record will never be broken. Pie in the face? Yes. Pie <laughs> to the face. I'll put you on it. Pie to the face. All right. We'll, uh, we'll call you in 27 years. All right. Uh, let me take a break. Fritzy is... Do you want to go down this road? I do. I think it needs to be done to put a bow okay. on Monday night. All right. Well, we put an L on Monday night. Okay. Whoa. Hey. 
Really? Um, the Broncos head coach, did he make things better or worse with what he admitted yesterday in his press conference? That's right after this. Every week we talk about our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. And now we invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. They have one-of-a-kind digital cards available in packs or at Panini's public auctions on the site. You can find the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, featuring official products from the NFL, NBA, and UFC. Also, for the first time ever, World Cup. See what's on sale now. Don't miss out on the upcoming Don Russ NFL NFT release you pull the top players a few special nfts that will send you for a vip nfl experience you can list your cards in the public gallery complete challenges earn exclusive award cards and build a wish list for the items that you love the don russ cards will sell out make sure you go to paniniamerica.net slash blockchain paniniamerica.net slash blockchain you get everything you need there's something for everybody in every pack the official trading cards and nfts of the dan patrick show Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast. Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place.
Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know take over a minute to down a two liter. Well, if you have, then you're going to love pick six. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat, rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Over the monster seats. Out on Sir Lansbone. He is phenomenal. The second home run of the night for Judge, his 57th of the year, and we're all tied at four. That's courtesy of WFAN, the Yankees radio network. What? Tyler? How long into the call do you wait before he goes, oh, wait a second, that was a fly out to right field. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, the only place to collect them all. Panini trading cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. We had fan versus Fritzy mock headlines with Lance Armstrong. This is, what, nine years ago, ten years ago? Yeah, 2013. Were there any that really stood out that you can remember? Uh, ball I, hog. Lance Horde's, you know, the testicular humor back then. Oh, wow. And then I said American Cyclo, and then... uh. Uh, sip it on Schwinn and Juice, Lance Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> Fritzy had E.P. Oprah, I think. E.P. Oprah? Like Oprah did the interview oh, with him. Oh, okay. And then E.P.O. was the drug. Okay. Those were good. We had to bring those back. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. We had this blood's for you. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to the cheater. <laughs> Eating crow. Lance has to take back oh, words. Oh, that was Cheryl Crow? Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Reference. Oh, boy. <laughs> Whoa. Man. We were going a little blue yeah. back then. Whoa. No. We've grown up since then. Yeah. We've matured. Much more mature. Uh, unless you were with us yesterday and Fritzy threw a little tantrum. <laughs> I threw more than a little tantrum. So, um, you know, we know what happened on Monday night with the Broncos, fourth and five. And do you uh, let Russ cook or do you kick a 64-yard field goal with the rookie head coach, Nathaniel Hackett? And I think it was pretty much unanimous. The consensus was, this is why you got Russ. This is a perfect situation for him. Instead of 64-yard field goal, on the road with a guy who is 
not successful over 60 yards. Well, the coaches talk every Tuesday, and that meant Nathaniel Hackett had to get in front of the Denver media, and he had this to say about his decision on fourth down. You know, looking back at it, we definitely should have gone for it. Um, just not, not you know, one of those things you look back at it and you say, of course we should go for it. We missed the field goal. Um, but in that situation, we had a plan. I mean, we had a plan. We knew that the 46 was the mark. Um, he dumps it out to Javante. Javante makes a move, goes a lot farther than I think we had anticipated. We were expecting to go for it on fourth down. And then you hit the mark, you know, the mark that we had all set before we started. We said uh, 46 yards. 46-yard line was where we wanted to be, and uh, we got there. So we had to make the decision if we wanted to give it to, uh, you know, Brandon, and we did. And it didn't work. It sucks, but, hey, that's part of it. All right. Did he make be- things better or worse with uh, this disclosure? Now, he might say, hey, we, had, we got to the 46. We got where we wanted to go. We had a plan. Well, I find fault with the plan because if I still do the math, you're kicking a field goal of over 60 yards. He agrees with it now in the moment, even if you made if you made the field goal, it's still the wrong decision. You got lucky, but it was still the wrong decision. Because if I'm going to play the percentages, they they lean strongly in the favor of letting Russ have the ball on fourth and five. 30% higher uh opportunity to win the game. If you let Russ go on fourth and five, then you do try to kick that field goal. Did he make it better or worse for you, Fritzy, being a Bronco fan? He made it a lot worse. I, I want my coach to say, hey, you know what? Hindsight's twenty twenty. We thought he was going to make the field goal. He's made long field goals before. This was the game plan. That's why I let the clock run down. He hits the field goal. He only got a few seconds left. We win the game. He missed it. Obviously, now you could say, stupid move. Why did you do that? Russell would have got the five yards. That's what we did. Next week, bring on the Texans. We got our first home opener Sunday. We move on. That's the decision I made. I'm the coach of this football team. Okay. See, I want somebody who is willing to admit when they're wrong. In this job, in that job as a head football coach, I kind of agree with Fritzy, even though I don't agree with the, the call. It's like it was such a unique uh, clip because coaches usually go the, the way Fritzy just said, like we're standing by, we're, we got a plan, we're going to stick by it, we're not going to you know, go with it. I, was very, I think people were very shocked that he went that direction. But I, th- I think I wanted to hear his logic. That, that's all. And, and, and we didn't get the opportunity. You know, he had time to think about it and see and read people's reaction to it. But I like that he's, he has to understand this is why you brought Russ in. Like, like, that's the most important thing out of all of this. If they failed with Russ with the ball, you've still said to Russ, I got confidence in you, man. I don't care about getting, you know, giving my kicker confidence. I want Russ out there knowing in Seattle, you know, on his form, you know, formerly his home turf. No, you go. You get five. And then you're going to run the clock down. And then you're going to have your place kicker going to come out. And then you're going to win the game. So that that's the message I would have sent. You know what? In the moment, I thought that's where we needed to get. You know, in retrospect, you know, the odds were in our favor if we let Russ have the ball in fourth and five. You know, that's on me. I made a mistake. I'm going to make mistakes, but I'll learn from it. And the next time around, I'll make the right decision. That's the approach I would have had. Maybe. 
I might make the right decision. Yes, Tony. I would have preferred, you know what? Our offense was inconsistent. We had all these penalties and delay of games and false starts. This was the time to make the kick. You know, all we yeah, know. Yeah, but then you're blaming your, well, your you, players. That's the situation. It was a sloppy, inconsistent offense. It took us almost a whole half to get a catch to our you know, our number one receiver. Sudden, I didn't get a good feel for I can't believe Paulie is on the side of Fritzy. I, I, I agree that it's okay. the wrong call, but I think Fritzy has the usual coach tone. The traditional coach tone where you stick by your guns. Yeah, but I want a coach who evolves. I want a coach who learns. He's a rookie head coach. You know what? I made a mistake there. But I learned from it. I don't want the coach who goes, nope, next time we're doing the same thing. That's my coach speak there. Yes, he. I think that the, it's more about the way he said that they made a mistake and not that he said he made a mistake. You know, if he had said, you know, we thought that we had the right plan, but looking back, you know, yeah, maybe we should have run it or something. That could be okay, but instead he went, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should have done yes, it. Yes, that, that tone did bother like, me too. Uh, dude, what again. the hell was that? Play it, play it again, Mark. You know, looking back at it, we definitely should have gone for it. <laughs> yeah, dude, what was I thinking? <laughs> we definitely should have done what okay. I did. Okay. That's not uh, what you want. You got to a do. problem with that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Could have been <laughs> Someone should have texted me. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I yeah, we shouldn't have done that. I thought it was fourth and 12. My bad. We totally should have went for the five yards. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a horse sound. There's a Bronco coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, they would. One more item. We close out hour one. If you own a business, you know what the last couple of years have been. Managing remote workforces, keeping up with the changing regulations, HR compliance, hiring, retaining top talent, payroll, the list goes on and on and on. But there's only a limit to what you can do and still keep your employees engaged while running that business smoothly. And fortunately, there's insperity. They put 30 plus years of HR experience to work. They help you develop a people strategy that supports your business strategy. Focusing on the health of your organization. How about an HR strategy that includes better benefits to help you keep your employees and attract new ones? What if it also offered training for your employees to increase their skills so they're more productive? There's going to be challenges. We know that running a business, no matter where they come from, Insperity is ready to help you navigate and move past and provide HR solutions. With Insperity, nothing seems impossible. Insperity HR, that makes a difference. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.